Praise God, praise God. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Pastor Mike here. Praise God. Hope you are as excited as I am. We have a new year nipping at our heels, and I am so looking forward to that. 2020 was indeed a heck of a year, and uh, I'm looking forward to the things that God will be doing in our lives in 2021. Amen. But before we go further, let's uh, go into prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that we have with you, Lord, and we pray in the name of Jesus that there shall be a special anointing of thy Holy Spirit, O Lord God, to fall upon every single listener, dear Lord God, of this message. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, O Lord God, that you'll open our eyes and our ears and our hearts to hear and to see and to understand your words here today in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I give this time and this space entirely over to you. Take it where you will for your honor and your glory and your praise in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God. As I was saying, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and a blessed uh, Christmas and looking forward to the new year and things that God is going to be doing in your lives, okay? He has promised us that uh, um, that uh, he's, there are new beginnings uh, lined up for us as his children and for us to just stand by and watch what God does because he is indeed in charge, you know. Um, every, every year, every uh, new year, um, I always refer to it as a new journey, you know, because again, it is the beginning of, of a season. It is uh, the beginning of, of a time. And, uh, um, you know, the, the spirit realm is very much tied to the natural realm. Well, I should say the natural realm is tied to the spiritual realm. And as the earth has completed one revolution around the sun, you know, we in our lives have completed a cycle, if you will, or a season. And I know that God is going to be doing some wonderful things uh, for us in the year 2021. So keep the faith going. Don't be discouraged. You know, don't be discouraged. Um, you know, some of us will be in these new journeys that I talk about in we heard them mentioned in some of my previous messages and so forth is that uh, uh, some will be going on physical journeys. I mean, you may be relocating, you know, be it from, you know, from your home or from your city, county, state or whatever, maybe even out of the country. I mean, who knows where God's going to take you. But for many also, it will be a spiritual journey, you know, a spiritual journey in that many of us have prayed for uh, deeper relationships and deeper walks with God. And I believe that in this new season, this new journey for 2021, God is going to be doing some wondrous things amen so just stand by you know with awe and with some joy to see where um to see where you're going to be going next you know our god is a loving god and uh, um, uh, he wants to reveal the deeper things and his secrets his mysteries to us as written in the word of god and so we just need to avail ourselves of um of every single opportunity that we have to hear from him and be ministered to um, by the Holy Spirit. Amen. By his precious Holy Spirit. So how can we prepare for this uh, new journey? That's what I want to talk about today. And what are we to do when he sends us on these journeys, be they spiritual or physical? You know, and, and I want to give you some food for thought to uh, to expand your mind and to expand your spirit, most importantly, and to expand your, your spirit and your thinking uh, and our approach to God uh, as we enter into this new season and as we actually start these new journeys that the Lord will, you know, will, will take us on. Amen. Um, in order for us to truly benefit from God, We've got to, to cast off the chains of traditional thinking. You know, I talk about that so much. Uh, we were all raised uh, to, to believe and to think one way. Um, many of us, most of us were, were raised in church, you know, some more, some less or whatever. And we formed certain, um, certain beliefs and opinions based on, on how we've been, been raised, so to speak, or, uh, in the church and at home for that matter. You know, you know, we are all products of our, of our upbringing. You know, we're all 
product of our environment and how we were raised. And as such, we also gather uh, gather thoughts and opinions and ideas based on what we've learned, you know, and that be what we've learned in school as well as what we've learned in church. And so we need to, to throw off the, um, the chains of traditional thinking and, and really hone in on what the Word of God is saying to us, what God is saying to us through His Word, you know. And many times we can kind of get off track because we start believing what someone said or believing what we've heard and so forth. What we need to do is to focus on what does God say? What is Holy Spirit telling telling us, you know? Uh, sometimes we, we kind of get trapped uh, in, in this haze, you know, because there, there are many people that still think of God as a concept, you know, um, as, as, as a thought, you know, that they manage to squeeze into their busy lives. You know, there are many people that still think of God as a concept, an idea or a theology, but not an actual being, not an actual being who resides in the spirit realm and actually holds our being, holds our lives in the palm of his hand. Okay, he's a spiritual being that is very much in charge of everything in this universe, everything that is in existence, seen and unseen, okay, as well as our lives. He holds us in the palm of our hands. So we have to really change our thinking in terms of who we believe and think that God is, okay? Amen. That's the first thing in going into this new journey, this new season of 2021. Amen. We must go forth into this new year with patience, knowing that God is working for us. Okay, we've had 2020 here. It's going to be behind us. We need to go into this new year with, with patience. You know, we can't be giving up and thinking, oh, gee whiz, 2020 was really terrible. You know, especially the last nine months or so was really bad. This happened and that happened and so on like that. We have to go forward into this 2021 with patience, knowing that God is there. Okay, and knowing that he will indeed uh, uh, carry us if we simply wait on him. Amen. And with that, why don't we go to the book of uh, the book of Isaiah? Go to Isaiah, Isaiah twenty-eight, Isaiah twenty-eight, Isaiah twenty-eight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank Isaiah twenty-eight, and starting right with Isaiah twenty-eight. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth? Fainteth not. Our God doesn't get tired. He doesn't faint. Neither is he weary. Neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. On the line. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Okay. Many times when we embark on something to do something for God or for anyone that matter, anything, whatever that initiative might be, we, we, we run out of strength and we become what the word here is referring to as being faint. Okay. But God will give you power for that. Where you're going in 2021, you know, and you may feel kind of overwhelmed as the prospects are concerned uh, for 2021. But but don't don't feel weak and, and faint about it because God will indeed give you strength. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Verse 30 says, even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fail. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. Okay, it says even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fail. Boy, that, that's a heck of a promise, you know. Even the youths may wind up getting tired, getting tired, you know, and and weary. And the prospect of my myself, you know, I mean, I'm not exactly a youth anymore. Praise God, I have a long way to go. In the name of Jesus, I stand on that. But yes, though we we are not as as uh, we don't have as much energy, so to speak, as someone that is young, younger. 
put it like that. But it says that the youth shall faint, but in contrast to that, but they, us, that wait on the Lord, shall renew their strength. They shall wait up, mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint, okay? So if you're following God and just waiting on him, he will lift you up. He will lift you up, you know? And the scripture is referring to, it says, uh, they shall mount up with wings as eagles, you know? You ever see an eagle soar? You know, I won't even say fly because he kind of just soars. He or she, eagle, just kind of soars, you know? They flap their wings. They give a couple of mighty flaps of their wings, you know, majestic flaps, and they just kind of take off with ease, you know? They cruise the skies, you know? Here in this uh, beautiful Pacific Northwest, we see eagles, you know? It's, it's, it's fairly commonplace, fairly. And, and, and it is a, a beautiful sight to behold, you know? They don't hassle. They don't struggle, you know? You take that in comparison to a common um, uh, barnyard chicken, Okay, you never see them try to fly, you know, they kind of flap their wings frantically and they kind of skitter and run and they jump a little bit and they're airborne for a couple of seconds and so forth, you know. And, and, and that, that chicken is, is kind of the way we are when we are, 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 are hassling, trying to do things for ourselves, you know. We kind of just run around and we're fluttering our wings and, and we're really not getting anywhere, okay. Whereas if we're waiting on God and we're moving in the strength of God, then we simply have to sit back and coast and, and flap our wings so to speak, you know, in the same way the eagle is lifted by these, by the hot air uh, updraft of, of air going up like that, and the eagle kind of connects with that air and kind of just floats there and glides, you know, that's what the word of God here said, that they shall mount up with wings as eagles, that means that if you're waiting on God and you're letting God carry you, that you won't be doing the flapping, the frantic flapping the way a barnyard chicken does, amen, but you'll let the Holy Spirit let the Holy Spirit just lift you and just guide you into where God wants you to be, okay? You shall run and not be weary, and you shall walk and not faint, okay? Okay, so, so this is saying here that we just need to make sure we're waiting on God as we get into this journey. And as we're going on this journey now, maybe thinking, well, where am I going? Where am I going? Well, God knows where you're going. And in order for you to know, you have to make sure that you are in communication with God. You need to make sure that you are in communication, that you can connect with God so you know exactly where he's taking you. Amen. And the word of God um, speaks on that subject also. And if we go to the book of John, chapter 4, verse number 17, the book of John, chapter 4, verse number 17, praise the living God. Okay, now this is where Jesus was talking to the woman at the well. Okay, and uh, as he was speaking to her, she was telling Jesus, you know, something, some things about herself. And she starts by saying, or she continues and says here in 17, John 4, verse 17, the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, thou has well said, I have no husband. Jesus said, yeah, you're speaking truth there. Verse 18 says, for thou hast had five husbands and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. In that sayest thou truly. So Jesus knew what her background was all about, what her life story was about, okay? He said, you've had five husbands, and the one you now have is not your husband. The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus says to her, Woman, believe me. The hour comes when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Okay? Believe me, the hour comes when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship you know not what. 
You know, uh, we know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers, underline, when the true worshiper, worshipers shall worship the Father, shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Underline verse number 24. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. I mean, those are powerful words right there. God is indeed is indeed a spirit, and we have to worship him in spirit and truth. Okay, now what this is saying is that communication with God, communication with God is spirit to spirit. Okay, is spirit to spirit. It is not brain to brain or, 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 or mouth to ear, okay, or, or, or any other way that we communicate uh, in the physical realm with another human being, okay? It says here, spirit to spirit, worship him in spirit and truth. So the way that we must worship God is indeed with our spirit, and his Holy Spirit will, will minister to us. The Lord speaks to our spirits, not in words, not in words, but in thoughts and impressions. Okay, now, yeah, let me just say, you know, God is sovereign and he can do anything that he wants to do. And that doesn't, doesn't, you know, rule out the fact that God could very well speak to you audibly that you hear him. Okay, but what this is saying when it says spirit and in truth, it's saying that this is a spiritual communication, God, Holy Spirit, with our spirit, okay? When that communication is going on and, and those communications come to us when the, when the spirit is, is, is giving us those thoughts, it gives it, uh, uh, that communication, it comes to us in the, in the form of, of thoughts and impressions. And impressions, you know, when the spirit speak to us, speaks to us, you know, in words like, you know, I think that we wind up saying to us, you know, I think the Lord wants me to do this or that. Okay, so it's an impression. If you are really walking in the spirit and you are in line with God's Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit is ministering to you and speaking to you, you get this impression that I believe that this is what God wants me to do. I believe this is what God wants me to do. God does not typically say to you you know, explicitly do this or do that. Again, God is sovereign. He can do what he pleases. He could very well speak to you audibly. But the majority of times when, 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 when the Holy Spirit is ministering, is speaking to you, you know, he doesn't typically say you do this or do this or do that. He will simply impress your spirit to do something. He'll impress your spirit. And then what your spirit says and comes up with is, gee whiz, I think I need to do this and I need to do that. Amen. And then as your spirit is, is, is giving you this impression and then it's bubbling up to your conscious mind and hopefully it will then uh, 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 turn out to be an action that is in line with God's word. Okay. So when it says there that, that our, um, we worship God, God looks for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. This is what this is referring to. Okay. So moving forward in this journey. You have to make sure that you stay in constant communication with God, okay? Stay in constant communication. Listen to his spirit as he guides you. You, you know, you stay into prayer and read God's word, you know, and ask the Lord, Lord, you, you know, Lord God, guide me. I'm feeling that this is what you want me to do in 2021. And if this is the case, Lord, if I'm having any trouble here and I'm doubting it, Lord, give me a sign. Give me some confirmation that this is, that I am indeed hearing and being impressed by what I believe is your voice as you go forth in 2021. Amen. Amen. God has some wonderful things out here. And we, we need to, to, uh, how can I say, we need to make sure that as we are, 
are, are excited and looking forward, you know, with uh, such anticipation here that we don't wind up just acting on what it is that we think we want to do. We need to make sure that we are hearing from God, that we are hearing from Holy Spirit in 2021. Amen. So again, okay, worshiping is in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit. Amen. So that's how he communicates with us by his spirit. Okay. And it's also so important that as we go forward, that we don't look backward. Okay. I can't impress that enough upon you. I can't say that enough to you. We don't want to look backward. As I said, 2021 was a heck of a year, but it's going out. It's going out. And when the end of that year comes, December 31 is, is done with. Amen. And you're going into the next journey, the new season. Don't bring 2020 with you. Don't look back. You don't want to carry that with you. Anything that you did, any mistakes that you made, any things that you said that were wrong, uh, or, or whatever actions you took that were wrong, don't bring thoughts and memories of that action into 2021. Amen. This is a new season. God has wiped the slate clean. Amen. God is not looking at those things. What we need to do now is to look forward. We need to look forward. We don't want to take that old baggage, you know. You can picture yourself, you know, how many times perhaps you were, were going on this much-needed, much-wanted, much-anticipated vacation, you know, and you haven't been in a while on this vacation. You're so excited about it. How many times, I know we've certainly done it, my wife and I, we, we, we're going on this vacation, we will buy new luggage. We'll buy new luggage, Okay. Okay, you don't trust that old luggage has been so battered and tattered. You want to go on this vacation and enjoy yourself and, and you go out and you get new luggage. Well, don't take that old baggage. That old baggage from 2020 is, is tattered. That old baggage is worn. Okay, it, it, it's beat up. It, it, it's dusty. Okay, it carries all of the things that you do not want to carry with you on this quote unquote, this new vacation, so to speak. Amen. Amen. So, so, so don't even start thinking about that. Whatever happened in 2021, please leave it right there in 2021. Amen. Amen. And with that, as usual, let's go to see what the word of God says about that. Let's go to Luke chapter 10, Luke chapter 10, verse number one. Luke chapter 10, verse number one. Praise the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Luke number 10, verse number 1. And here we go here. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Therefore he said unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray you, therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into this world. In other words, there are many souls to be harvested. There are many people that need to know Jesus. There are many people that need to come to know God through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. The word of God says that it is not his will that any should perish. He doesn't want not one human being on this earth. I don't care what country they live in, what kind of uh, society or rule they live under, okay, or how they're living now. You know, they, they may not know the Lord. They may be really bad people or whatever, but it is not God's will that they should perish either. He would love all of them to come to him through Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So these are people that need to be harvested, so to speak. But the word of God says that the laborers are few. The laborers are few. Don't be surprised where God has you going in 2021. 
He's looking for laborers. He's looking for laborers that are, are, are willing to serve and that love the Lord, okay, that love Jesus Christ, who are looking to just embrace God and everything that he has to offer and tell the good news to someone else to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So I'm not saying that the Lord is necessarily going to have everybody evangelizing. Okay. We all do evangelize in our own certain ways. You know, when, when, our, you know, you know, being evangelizing doesn't mean that you have to be standing, uh, you know, on a soapbox someplace on the corner and, you know, and, and just, you know, uh, uh, speaking out the word and trying to bring people to the Lord, you know, or, or walking down the street or, or um, stopping people, you know, uh, uh, and, and, and witnessing to them, even though God may have you do that. But, you know, what I'm saying is that you can evangelize, you'd be surprised just by you speaking with someone that the Lord happens to send across your path. Okay. It could be in the grocery store, you know, it could be on your way to work, on your way to school or wherever you might be, God may send someone across your path that presents an opportunity for you to witness to them, to evangelize uh, them, amen, when you're telling them about the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what gospel means, the good news, amen, amen. So so, 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 so what this word here is saying is that, is that the, the, the harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Pray you, therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into, into his harvest. Go your ways, go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. This is what he's saying to them. Okay, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Okay, but God is saying to go your way. If God tells you to go your way, you simply need to go your way. And that way, of course, is, is where God is sending you. Amen. Verse number four says, Cather neither purse nor script nor shoes, and salute no man by the way. All right, so he's telling them, when you go forth, don't carry a purse or a script. A script is a bag. Okay, again, what did I say before? Don't take baggage with you. Don't carry that old baggage from 2020. Amen. When you go forth, gather neither, neither purse nor script nor shoes, and salute no man by the way. In other words, don't be distracted, you know. In 2021, when you, when, when you know where God is sending you, what your journey is all about, be it a physical journey or a spiritual journey, don't be distracted by men in the way. Okay. In other words, as you come into, in contact with other people, don't let them distract you. Okay. Don't let them try to talk you out of where you know God, God is sending you. Amen. Amen. So, t so don't carry a purse or a bag or, or don't worry about shoes. Salute no man. Don't be distracted of, by people you run into. Okay. And verse number five and into whatsoever house you enter, first say, peace be to this house. And if the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall, it shall turn to you again. And in the same house remain, eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer, the laborer, the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. So God is saying, yeah, just don't go willy-nilly from house to house. God is going to send you very purposely, uh, purposefully to wherever it is that he wants you to go. Amen. So this is not saying that you need to do some random, you know, door knocking. I mean, not unless you know for sure that this is what God is telling you to do. But just don't think that you need to just go randomly and knocking door to door. Okay. And then verse number eight. And into whatsoever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you and heal the sick that are therein and say unto them, the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. Heal the sick. Heal the sick. Hmm. Hmm. Heal the sick. Now you may be thinking now, well, gee whiz, you know, heal the sick. What, what, what does, what does that mean? You know? I don't have the gift of healing. I've never healed healed anyone before. Okay, mm -hmm. the operative word is before. 
before, okay? This is 2021. And if God is going to do a new thing in your life, taking you on this new journey in this new season, he just may give you that gift of healing. Amen? Amen? So don't go ruling those things out. If you feel, if you feel impressed by Holy Spirit, to lay hands on someone and in the name of Jesus speak forth, you know, health and binding up that spirit of infirmity and whatever words the Holy Spirit gives you. Don't be shy to go about doing that. Amen. Amen. Heal the sick. Heal the sick. Jesus said that the things that he did, we shall do and can do also. Amen. The reason that we don't see more miracles in the 20th century, 21st century is because so many times we don't believe in miracles. Okay, and if you don't believe in miracles, you won't see the miracles. Okay, if you can't believe that you have the power in the name of Jesus Christ to heal someone, then that's exactly what indeed will happen. Amen. 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 I mean, even right now, I mean, if you have a child that's sick, how many of us lay hands on that child and actually pray in the name of Jesus? I bind up that spirit of fever. I bind up that spirit of of uh, of uh, infirmity, you know, and let the Holy Spirit lead you in terms of, of, of healing. OK, but the point I want to make here that where it says and heal the sick that are therein and say unto them, the kingdom of God is nigh unto you in 2021. Don't rule out any of those possibilities of you being able of you being called to do that to lay hands on someone and pray for them in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay? All right? It's all depending on your faith in God and, and your faith of, of who you are in God and knowing who you are in God and what the Word of God has said and Jesus himself saying that you have the authority to do. Amen? Amen? So this is 2021. Don't go ruling out these things. Okay? And then he goes on to say in verse number uh, 10, But into whatsoever city you enter... And they receive you not. Go your way out into the streets of the same and say, even the very dust of your city, which cleaves to us, we do wipe off against you. Notwithstanding, be you sure of this, that the kingdom of God is nigh unto you. Okay. So you're saying that you're saying to them, well, I'm telling you, the kingdom of God is near. The kingdom of God is being presented to you. Okay. But if you don't want to hear what we, what we have to say, and if you just don't accept it, you will not receive the word. Then it's time for you to say, okay. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. We cannot browbeat people into hearing and accepting the word of God. Okay? We can't beat them over the head with the Bible and expect them to just receive the word of God just like that. Amen? You give them the word of God as the Holy Spirit is so guiding you to do. And if they are just not willing to receive it, then it's time for you to just move on. Doesn't mean that you don't, you don't, you don't continue praying for them. Okay. Doesn't mean that you don't. Okay. But you cannot just continually stand there and then just argue, argue, argue. It's got to be the Holy Spirit that is doing the changing in that person's heart. So, so you give them that word. The word of God says, uh, um, uh, even the very dust of your city, which cleaves us, we do wipe off against you. Notwithstanding, be you, be you sure of this, that the kingdom of God has come nigh to you. Amen. Amen. So, so, and, and, and there's good reason for that too. Uh, um, I've known, known many people, you know, that, that will pray for someone, especially a loved one, you know, a son, a daughter, a, a husband, a wife, or another family member or a friend, you know, they'll pray for them and, and talk to them and minister to them. And perhaps they, they just refuse to accept it or refuse to hear it or have a whole lot of argument about why they shouldn't receive your word, you know, receive what you're trying to minister to them. Amen. Amen. Don't let that grab a hold of you and beat you up and you walk away. And I've heard this so many times. Oh, man, if only my nephew would come to the Lord. I've been praying for him for, you know, 15 years. Well, pray 15 more years, you know. But And, and as a result of that, they wind up becoming um, less powerful to serve God for themselves. Amen 
because the devil starts just dumping on them the spirit of guilt. Okay, this guilt. Well, gee whiz, you know, I talked to so-and-so and I prayed with so-and-so and they still just didn't come to the Lord, you know. Gee, did I say something wrong? Did I forget something, you know? And they beat themselves up about it. Now the devil is killing two birds with one stone, okay? That person that you're praying for still hasn't come to the Lord and now the devil is working on you, making you starting to doubt yourself and to doubt whether or not you're hearing from God. Amen. Amen. So so you deliver that message in 2021. You go where God is telling you to go. You say and you do what God is telling you to do. And then at the bottom line, once you've done that, the bottom line is that you've done your part and then you leave it to God. You leave it to God. You know, do you ever realize that when you're speaking to someone, whether they are, are, are openly accepting it or not, that seed, that word that comes from your mouth, that word, the word of God that's coming from your, from your mouth is a seed that's being planted. It's being planted there, you know? And many times seed do not germinate, germinate for days, weeks, months, maybe even years to come. It may take for that person to come around and come to the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, so you can't stand there just waiting and say, Jesus, looking at a calendar. Well, you know, last time I spoke to that person was July 15th and, and here it is July 30th and they still haven't come to church. They still haven't responded and so forth. We can't do that. Once you deliver the message, then you leave it there, and then it's time for you to move on. You can continue praying for them, but just then then to move on, okay? And like I always say about the FedEx guy or the UPS guy that comes with a package to your door, and he knocks on your door, and or, uh, you open that door, and you see the package, and he tries to give it to you, but you say, ah, nah, no, thank you, you know, and you close the door, and you don't accept it, okay? And all he does is he leaves the package at the foot of your, your door, you know, on your, on your porch there, you know, and, and, and then he goes. You cannot receive that package unless you reach out and you take it. You, you, by an act of your will, you take that package from the delivery man and bring it into your home. Okay. Otherwise, you cannot receive receive it. Okay. I mean, you you, you know, giving um, giving it, it is a two pronged act. Okay. Two pronged, two step. The first thing that happens is that the giver gives, and then after that, the receiver receives. Okay. Okay. If that act of receiving does not happen, okay, then the whole the whole transaction of giving is not complete. Amen. It's not complete. Okay, so, so, so if you don't accept that package from the UPS man, then you, you, you haven't received it. Okay, and of course, now the delivery guy, when he goes back, he'll tell his boss and he'll indicate in his little handheld scanner that he delivered it and he put it down on the porch and he's gone. He, he did his part. Okay, so when it comes down to the word of God in 2021, wherever God is sending you, you do exactly what God is telling you to do. And then you just continue moving on as God will tell you to do. Amen. And don't go beating yourself up for any uh, apparent immediate results because you might not see immediate results. Okay. It could be sometime, sometime later on. Amen. And he says, um, it says uh, in verse number 12, but I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. Woe unto thee, Chorazin. Woe unto thee, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works had been done in Tyre and Sidon, which you have uh, which have been done in you, they had a great while ago repented, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And thou, and, and thou Capernaum, uh, which art exalted to heaven, shalt be thrust down to hell. He that heareth you heareth me. He that despises you despises me. And he that despises me despises them that sent me. Okay, this is referring to God the Father. So what Jesus is saying here is that he that hears you in 2021, okay, is hearing the Lord, is hearing the Jesus, Jesus, 
because you're doing this on behalf of Jesus. You are following what God is telling you to do. So he that hears you is hearing is hearing Jesus, okay? On the other hand, he that despises you or he that turns turns you away and doesn't want to hear and hates what you're saying, well, bottom line is that this is happening towards Jesus then, okay? Okay, because you're simply a messenger, all right? You are a laborer. So if they want to hear, they don't want to hear you or they are developing dislike for you, then it's really Jesus that they're, they are disliking. And Jesus then says, and he that despises me despises him that sent me, meaning the Father. Okay. So now this person here now is, is, has a problem with God because this or a dislike or this, uh, hatred or whatever it is that they may be developing, you know, it, it's not necessarily, it's not, not just at you. It's that Jesus who is sending you, and of course the Father sent Jesus. Amen. Amen. So this, these are the kind of things that we just have to remember. You know, um, uh, uh, you know, so so many times we can wind up discussing the Word of God with people. You know, and if you're discussing the Word of God based on what the Word of God is saying, okay, you, you, you're quoting Scripture, maybe you're reading Scripture. You know, and this is one reason why are here at Genesis 1, uh, we always ask you to have your Bible so that you can read the scriptures with us and, and go along with us, okay? And, and see for yourself what the Word of God is saying, okay? Because there are many times over these, I've had quote-unquote discussions with people based on the Word of God, and it is the Word of God, and they really start getting bent out of shape and start trying to refute what you're saying, not what I'm saying, refute what you're saying, uh, and, and calling the Bible, you know, disjointed and contradictory and everything. You know, the bottom line is that if you are quoting the word of God to someone and you're reading it to someone and you're being accurate in what you're saying, and if they have a problem with it, it's not a problem with you. It's a problem with God. It's a problem with God. Okay. Okay. Because God is the author of these words through his Holy Spirit to man. God is the author of these words, okay? Okay. So so don't go arguing with, with me about it. Okay. This is this is God. Okay. If if you think a certain lifestyle uh, or uh, is okay and, and it's preferable and so on like that, and the word of God says otherwise, then don't get upset with me. Don't get upset with me. Okay, this is what God is saying. This is what God is saying. Okay. Okay. And as we go through uh forward into 2021 and the Lord starts bringing you in touch with people and whatever your journey uh, or this new season has in store for you okay remember that that you are merely speaking forth hopefully you're merely speaking forth god's word okay and you're doing the actions as outlined in the bible the word of god okay in the word of god all right if people have a problem with what you're saying then it's not a problem with you it's a problem that they have with god God is the ultimate is 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 the, the, the is the ultimate authority on everything dealing with life. Okay, if you're speaking what God is saying, then then you're merely mirroring, you're parroting God's words. Okay, <laughs> if you had a parrot, you know that that you walk into someone's house, let's say that has one of those parrots, and and it's been taught to speak, you know, and all of a sudden this parrot, when you say, oh hello, pretty bird, and that parrot speaks back to you some pretty salty language, okay, or some pretty pretty you know outrageous words and whatnot, it's not that parrot's fault. All that parrot has been doing is mimicking what the owner has said. That parrot is simply mimicking or parroting what the owner has said. 
Okay, we have to make sure that that we that we we are, are are in a way parroting the word of God, except that we have understanding of what the word of God is saying, whereas that parrot doesn't have any understanding. Of course, he's just merely imitating words, sounds. Okay, but but when but the point I'm making here is that we need to give back the word of God as the word of God says in this year. 2021 that's coming up okay okay god will be putting you where he wants you to be for a reason because there's a life that he wants you to touch there's an action that he wants you to be involved in there's an initiative that he wants you to develop or birth as i said in the last message amen amen so as you're going forward you make sure that you're you're well versed in the word of god let holy spirit just to just fill you and fill you and fill you so that god's word is in your spirit not just in your head it's not enough to have God's word in our head because that's uh, like that's memorization. Okay, having God's word in your spirit and understanding it is a whole lot different because then you know how to use that word. You know when to use that word. You know how to use that word. Amen. Amen. That's the difference. So we need to make sure that as we're going into this year, 2021, that we're in the word of God and reading it and praying on it and chewing on it and meditating on it. So that is deep down in here, deep down in here. Okay. Okay. And, and, and I will tell you also, saint of God, the depth and breadth of your season, of your journey will be dependent upon your willingness to develop and to move forward. Okay, God is going to send you as you are prepared. It's important for us to prepare us now. All I'm saying to you is that I'm giving you some advance notice that 2021 is going to bring some new things in your life. Okay, and God knows how willing and how much you desire to have a new season in your life where you want to move up and you want to move forward and you want to grow and you want to blossom. Amen. You want to grow and you want to, to blossom. Okay, alrighty. Anytime, you know, you've got a, a big promotion uh, uh, on the job, uh, uh, kind of unexpectedly, it's because at some points in your career or in your, your time uh, on that job, the manager, managers, or those those that are, are above you uh, in, in, the, in the pecking order, so to speak, have noticed your desire to grow, your willingness to grow. They've seen that. Okay, okay. Very, 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 very rarely will someone get, you know, get a promotion. <laughs> Not impossible. We know how it works. You know, we know how it works in working places many times. But I'm talking about those people that are promoted up righteously. Those of us who've really worked hard for something, it's because we worked hard. And those in management or above us, above above us, have noticed how how hard we've worked and that we have a desire indeed to move up and to move on. God is looking for those of us who have a desire to to grow in Him. To grow in Him, to have a love that we, a love of God that we're willing to share with others. Okay, that we're willing to be laborers. All right, God's going to do a new thing. God noticed how you were in 2020. God knows the things that you went through in 2020. God knows the ups and the downs that you went through in 2020. And God is going to be moving you on and moving you forward in 2021. He's going to do a new thing. You have to believe that have to believe it. He's going to do a new thing uh, in, in your life. Okay. It goes on to say in verse number 17, and the 70 returned again with joy saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. See, here they were, they were using the name of Jesus. Okay. That means they went on, they were praying for people. They were praying with people. They were delivering people. And they're saying they were amazed because even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Not in their name, but in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, okay? Which was the difference from uh, uh, Siva's, the sons of Siva, 
Remember, remember, they overheard Jesus' name uh, being used to deliver someone, and they just they decided to to try to do the same. And they were not Christian; they had not accepted the Lord or anything else like that. And the demon said to them, "You know, we know Peter, we know Paul, but we don't know you. We don't know you." And it says that you know the sons were, were beat up; they, they were beat up violently. Okay, okay. So because they tried to use Jesus' name, they did not have the authority to use Jesus Jesus' name. So you, if you are a born again believer and you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Savior, then you have the authority to use to use the name of Jesus. And as you go forward in this 2021 uh, new season, you know you will be able to use Jesus' name. Okay, okay, All right. You will be able to use Jesus' name to bring about the things that God wants you to bring about. Okay. Okay. To, to 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 put to put to rest or to defeat those things that will come against you. Those demons in high places that are working through people to come against you. You will be able, in the name of Jesus, okay, to put that to rest, to squash it. All right. Amen. Amen. The Lord has given you the authority through the name of Jesus to be successful in this new season, this new journey for 2021. Okay. So again, they said they returned and with joy, they were saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And Jesus said unto them, he said unto them, I beheld light, Satan as lightning fall from heaven. And behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, underline, over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Okay, so there he is, he's telling you. As you go forward into the year 2021, okay, it says that I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. That's all of, those, all of that demonic activity that may try to come against you as you are going on this new journey in this new season with the Lord as he's sending you forth, okay? So he's giving you the power, okay? And over all the power of the enemy, okay? He's giving you the power over all the power of the enemy, okay? Now, there's two, there's two uses of the word there, power, by the way. And, uh, 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 and, and I don't want to get too caught up in it, but the first power here is talking about authority. I give you the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power and over all the power of the enemy. That power is the of the enemy is that is, the Greek word is dunamis, which where we get the word dynamite from, and it means that explosive power of the enemy. Okay, but or the, the, that power that the enemy has to do to do things. But he's saying here, I gave unto you authority to tread on serpents. Okay, so that means that you have the authority to overcome any power that the enemy would have. Okay, you have that authority given to you in the name of Jesus to use the name of Jesus. All right, to overcome any any, any uh, a demonic attack through people that would come against you. Okay, during the during the course of this new journey. Okay, and then he says, "Are um, is it notwithstanding not notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven." So he's saying that's the thing to rejoice about. Okay, they were so overcome and so overjoyed that the fact that when they spoke in the name of Jesus, they were delivering people, they were you know defeating the enemy in so many ways. They were rejoicing about that. And Jesus said, "The thing that you should rejoice about is the fact that your names are written in heaven." And that's what you should be rejoicing about too. Your name is written in heaven. Your name is written in heaven. God has a place for you going into eternity, and it's going to be a wondrous thing, a wondrous thing. And that's what we need to always keep looking up and to keep that in mind, to keep on, on remembering that as we go into this new season. Amen. And so the final scriptures here, be, uh, before we close here and moving forward to the new season, uh, go to Psalm 37, verse number 1. Psalm 37, verse number 1. 
Psalm 37, verse number 1. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Don't worry about people who are doing evil. Don't worry about it, okay? And don't be jealous of how they are, are faring in life, okay? Those that are working iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Amen. So don't be concerned about the things that we see going on. We see we see people that shouldn't be getting away with things, getting away with things. And many times that'll irritate us very much. Don't be concerned about that. Don't fret yourself. Okay. Because it says, therefore, they shall soon be cut down like the grass. Okay. And wither as the green herb. God will take care of them. Okay. There are things that are being done, decisions that are being made that may really, really irk you and rile you up. Don't worry about it. God will take care of them. Okay. And number three, trust in the Lord. 2021, trust in the Lord. Okay? Don't fret, but trust in the Lord. And do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land. And verily you shall be fed. That means you'll be taken care of. You'll be taken care of. Trust in the Lord. Delight thyself also in the Lord. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. Okay? Have some delight and some joy in him. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Okay? Commit thyself unto the Lord. Okay? Now, when we commit ourselves to the Lord, what that is saying is that we give it to him entirely. We can give it to him in, entirely. You know, when you commit something to someone or, or to a hospital or whatever it may be, you're committing that person to, to the hospital because you don't have the ability or the wherewithal to take care of them, to do what needs to be done. So when you commit someone to that, then you're committing it, you know, committing it entirely over to them who have the power and the ability to do that. This is what we need to do with God in the year 2021. Commit Commit your way, commit everything to God and just sit back and just rest in him and rest on him, okay? Because he will indeed, indeed direct your path and your journey, okay, in 2021, all right? I always say that for New Year's, by the way, we don't, we Christians, we don't need to be making um, New Year resolutions, okay? I make New Year commitments going into the New Year. If there's, if there's something that I need to for God to manage or something that I'm struggling with, then I commit it to God. I don't resolve, I don't make a resolution uh, uh, for the new year because a resolution is something that you are resolving to do okay a resolution is something that you are resolving to do okay i'm going to stop eating eat strawberry shortcake for 2021 i'm going to give up smoking for 2021 <laughs> saying you don't know how many how many years uh over the many many years ago i mean we're talking about some i don't know some 40 years since i stopped smoking uh but uh, i gave up i resolved to give up smoking every new year's eve my commitment my my resolution was to stop smoking okay and then come january 1 uh, after i woke up in the morning and whatnot and had breakfast and whatnot i'd be craving for a cigarette okay so, so much for that resolution, okay? It wasn't until the time that I got to the point where I was really, really sick of smoking. And by that time, I'd really come to understand the mind of God and, and what the Word was telling me that I committed smoking to God. I said, Lord, I commit this stopping smoking. I commit it to you. Lord God, help me to stop the smoking. I want to give it up. In the name of Jesus, you take it from me. I give it to you. And lo and behold, without going through a long story, uh, I, I stopped smoking, never, never a craving or anything else. Never, not one craving, was no, no cold turkey or anything. I simply lost the taste for tobacco. And to this day, I can't stand the smell of it. And I can smell it on people a mile away. And I'm sure there are many of you out there listening to this message saying, have the same thing. You, can, you know, can't stand the smell of smoke. You know? So as I'm just saying to you, that, 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 that a resolution for New Year's, as it's called in the world, it's something that you are resolving to do on your own, okay? 
And if you are resolving to fix anything on your own, absent God, without God, then it's doomed to failure. It's, just, it's simply not going to happen, okay? So we need to commit our way to the Lord in, um, in 2021, commit everything that we have to him, and then just stand back and rest in him and just, just watch what he does, amen? Because this is going to be a good year. 2021 is going to be a good year. The Lord has promised to do a new thing in our lives, and so let's just stand back and, as one of the messages said, watch what he does, okay? Because he's going to be doing a new thing. Praise God. Praise God. I hope this message was a blessing to you. And if it was a blessing, please pass on um, how to reach us to someone else that you love and, and so forth, or a friend, or even someone that may be giving you a hard time because God wants us to pray for our enemies also. Amen. So pass the links on. Uh, we're at www.genesis1.sermon.net. Genesis 1 is one word. www.genesis1.sermon.net. Or we can be found at the uh, the main website www.genesis-one.org either place. Okay, and if you go to the sermon.net address, you'll see up in the upper right hand corner there's a subscribe button. If you click on that subscribe button, then you'll be uh, automatically subscribed, and you'll be notified via podcasts or whatever you use uh, when new sermons are placed up on the web. Okay, so praise God, praise God. I pray that you have a very, very happy and a blessed new year and new season and new journey and just stand by and wait and watch and see what God does for you, you know, and have some joy in your life because God's going to do a good thing for you. So stand firm and hold on to that in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that we've had with you, Lord God, and I pray now that as we go from here, Lord God, and, and, and go into the balance of the day and the week ahead of us, O Lord God, that we shall remember these words that we've heard and keep them deeply, deeply planted within our spirits, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Heavenly Father God, that we can keep our eyes only on you, focused on you as we go into this new season, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We stand by and we wait patiently and with great expectation, O Lord God, of the things that you're going to do in our lives. We thank you, Heavenly Father, and we praise you and we love you, Lord, in the matchless name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. Go forth, I pray, and be blessed.